0: Hi, welcome to Movie Butts. This is uh, Arnie Joe. Oh, I'm Dane. We basically do a bunch of math to determine the best and worst of a certain topic, whether or not it be a film, a series, you know, a studio, uh, you know, the Oscars. I don't know, what's something else we can do math on Dane. I'm trying to grasping at straws here.
1: Well, it's usually directors. It's but it, directors, it, it, you know. That's, it can that's be one. anything. We don't yeah. put we don't put walls up. Yeah, We don't fence ourselves I, I
0: realized we actually uh, skipped a bit of the segment from the last one. We didn't actually rate the um, uh, Harmony Corinne movies. Uh, off yeah. the top of your head, what would you rate Gummo and um, Spring Breakers out of
1: 10 farts? Gummo gets a nine farts and Spring Breakers gets four farts.
0: Cool. I'd say I'd give Gummo eight farts, and I'd give Spring Breakers three farts. Um, What did we watch this week, Dan? We watched...
1: um, uh, Shit. We watched Dead Man, and we watched... (laughs) What is it?
0: It's... Stranger Than Paradise. Stranger Than Paradise, yeah. So these are... The best and worst of the first 20 or so years of Jim Jarmusch. Um, when doing the math, um, I had to actually, uh, I decided to cut out his first film simply because it was made for 12 grand. It's got average reviews, but it was kind of like a film school project. So I kind of felt it a bit unfair to compare it to his actual. Movies, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, is that similar to like, you know, counting uh, fistful of fingers for Edgar Wright? It's like a practice one. Basically,
0: it's kind of like, all oh, my best friend's birthday from Tarantino. Like, it's kind of like not really
1: there yet, you know? Yeah, well, he won that award at Cannes, I think, for Stranger Than Paradise, which was. Uh, debut film. So mm-hmm. even they considered it. And if the almighty prestigious Khan considers it the debut, then so should we.
0: Yeah. So stranger, a permanent vacation, which is his first one. Um, theoretically ju- from the math should have been the worst. However, taking that out of the equation, um, yeah, I, I just, I decided it just wasn't really fair. So, um, this week we watched, uh, stranger than paradise, which is his, quote-unquote debut film. It has um, overall the the highest when it comes to the math. The main thing that pushed it over the line was the fact that it was made for $100,000 and it grossed $2.4 million. So mm. that really did help it push it over the line. And in the same regards, uh, the one that came in as the worst, which is Dead Man, was really hindered by the fact that it cost $9 million and it made $1 million. So yeah. it it also does have a lower critical rating and audience rating, but um still uh, that that budgetary stuff really did fuck it over. Yeah, um, I was
1: surprised to see that Dead Man didn't have a, a very solid critical response, kind of a mixed bag.
0: Yeah it's it's more of a it's more of a uh, fan um, favorite. Um, it has actually looking at it now, it has the exact same Rotten Tomatoes audience score as Stranger Than Paradise, which is I find interesting. Oh, um, Dead Man does. Yeah, Dead Man. So, as when it comes to audience, uh, very similar opinions. I think I think it might be that it might be really hard to upset a Jim Jarmusch fan. I think yeah. if you're a fan of him, you kind of might almost in you know you know like Lynch fans, they kind of like dig almost everything. Um, I think that yeah. might be the case. The kind of people that are leaving reviews for Jim Jarmusch films are probably his fans. Um, anyway. What? How would you? Uh, what can you? What can you say about Stranger Than Paradise? I think this should be a pretty easy one to give a plot description for. <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> What's the plot of Stranger Than Paradise, Dan? Um. Well, okay. So it's basically um, about this this young guy who lives in the New York. Um, I think he lives with his friend or he just hangs out with his friend a lot and they basically make their way by, um, hustling card games and gambling and stuff like that. And, uh, his cousin, a young woman, uh, has to come and stay with him for 10 days because she's coming from Hungary to stay with her aunt, but her aunt's currently in hospital, so she's got to stay with this guy for a bit. He doesn't like her at first, but then grows fond of her. Um, And uh, this is so hard without just like breaking down everything that happens in the film.
0: I I think this could be pretty easy to say. This is a film, I think, that almost earns a very basic um, plot description, if you know what I mean. Like it doesn't... It's, you know, basically she comes, he likes her, she leaves... He follows her and wants to hang out with her, and then they go to Florida. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's 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 the whole that's film. the film.
1: You know, <laughs> that's what happens in the whole film. Yeah.
0: Um, what did you? What, uh, there's a little bit more to it when when it comes to like their relationship and yeah, looking at how more, they treat each other. Yeah,
1: but it's things that you can't fit into a synopsis. No, because it's all in the mm. the details. It's all in the. Mm. The small, the you know the smaller things in the in the in the dialogue, mm. um, yeah. It's mm. is is this a mumblecore film? I've never really understood. I d-
0: I don't think this is mumblecore. I think this is mumblecore is basically everything is improvised. Um, the audio quality is really dodgy, and that's why you can't <laughs> really understand why. That's why it's called mumblecore. You can't really hear what they're saying. Oh, ah, okay. Which is. Um, I think is not the case for this film. You can very clearly understand what they're saying. Um, what did you What did you think of Stranger Than Paradise?
1: Um, yeah, I really I enjoyed it. Um, I, I you know I, I enjoyed it quite a lot. And what I was really surprised by is that for a film where almost nothing happens, for lack of a better way of putting it, it 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 chugs along at this at a very reasonable pace Mm. like before i knew it it was over and i was like "Mm, bloody good show Mm. i
0: watched it twice in a row yeah it was short enough and easy enough to watch that as soon as it finished i felt like just watching it again
1: it's surprisingly easy to watch and not boring at all even though it's a movie that's kind of about people being bored and there are scenes that are just One lingering wide shot of them just watching TV.
0: Yeah. Well, I think uh, one of the main um, drawing points, I think, for this film is that there is no editing. Every scene is a single shot. So when a shot has ended, it fades to black and it fades back and it's another scene. So I think um, that's one, I I guess, one of the reasons why people might find it quite endearing, just because that's, uh, I've never seen that before. I don't know if Mm. you have. Um, yeah,
1: things things like it, but this does feel uh, pretty original with its, mm. its 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 lack of cutting. There's not like reaction shots or anything. Like usually, every character is in the frame, mm. and they and it then the camera just stays on them, mm. and they just have an an interaction. Which um, I couldn't figure out if it was improv or not because it. <clears throat> It felt scripted, usually that's a bad thing to say, but it it felt like it was, uh, like, really sharp dialogue that was delivered really well by good actors, mm. but had a, a natural flow to it that you could see them being real people, having a real conversation, um, so that I couldn't... Do you know if it was... Um... If there was much improv?
0: I, see, I don't know specifically, but I can have a guess as to what happened and why it kind of sounds scripted, but also kind of very natural. Mm. So um, think about how easy this would theoretically be to film. So okay. it needs a lot of thought. He needs to know exactly what every scene is going to be, right? <clears throat> However, in uh, back in the day, um, money was filmed. So whenever you ran film through the camera... That's what you have to be really worried about, right? So if you've only got one setup, how many rehearsals can you possibly do? As many as you want Mm. without running film through the camera. So Mm. how many times do you think they could have done it and could have played with it and made it feel natural, but also keeping the essence of the script? Yeah. So that's why I think it kind of feels both because everything had to have been very thoughtful just because they knew that they're not going to be able to cut they couldn't go oh um oh you know what we'll pick it up in the next shot or we'll or we'll try it again in this angle and see if we can splice it together no they didn't have the luxury of that because mm. of the style they were doing yeah but that does also allow for them to improvise and play whilst yeah. while setting up so i think i think it's kind of both
1: another thing yeah and that's something i i really liked about this film. Uh, like anyone who's been to film school. Will understand how much teachers. Uh, try to hammer into your head. To get coverage. Mm. And this guy gets. No coverage. It is just one shot. Uh, one continuous shot. And he doesn't get traditional coverage at all. And I could just see film school teachers. Pulling their hair out. Mm. And like no no no. Get coverage. Be safe. And, uh, But. It worked mm. and uh, it, it, it's, it's a, it's a style and he took the gamble. He like had it in his head. This is how it's going to be. And it, and it paid off because it's a great little movie. Mm.
0: I think, I think this is probably one of a few films that anyone who's even considering making an, like a film or going to film school. I, this is one of the ones that I'd highly recommend you watch before you go. So when that when that stupid writing teacher comes up to you, or the cinematography teacher comes up to you and starts you know pontificating about coverage, just say, "Have you seen Stranger Than Paradise?" Okay, yeah. then. Well, you're not necessarily right, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think this is this 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 film is almost a. Um, could be a part of a filmmaker's toolbox for understanding um, visual literacy and and how more less is more at sometimes, you know. Yeah, it's, um... and
1: it's uh and it, what I what I really liked also is um every every frame feels very deliberate because I found myself not just watching the characters but because we're holding on the same shot for so long my eyes were just like i'm am scanning the room you're invited
0: the- you're invited to wander you're invited to explore and to look at it and make these kind of cuts in your brain you know yeah 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 i Which- think he
1: really wanted people to be you know examining the room and examining the surroundings um and it and it and it plays this great effect in your head because you from that you begin to <clears throat> understand the, the world that the characters inhabit and their environment also is informing uh informing on how they're feeling uh, mm. a, a, as well um which I thought was uh, honestly quite genius
0: I do, do you know when coming into this I had a feeling you might hate this film
1: I thought I would too i it was like 20 minutes into the movie and I was like I can't wait to tell Joe that I thought this sucked Oh really? Um, yeah, yeah, but So you it... didn't
0: like it from the first 20 minutes.
1: No, yeah, cuz When did it kind of
0: when did it kind of click for you?
1: Um it was around the time when the the woman had the woman had been there for a bit. Oh, you know when it was? It was when he gives her the dress. Yeah. That it started to I I started to be quite charmed by it cuz mm. I liked that little interaction with her being like i don't i don't like things like this and i started to warm up to it because there was a, a a minor conflict happening well there. there's
0: actual progression happening by that at that point before then it was kind of like it was very samey you know like uh, it, mm. i i like it and i liked watching these scenes but that's truly when you start to see them kind of change and learn about each other a bit more. You know yeah, what I mean. and then
1: by the time she throws the dress in the garbage outside, uh, I was I was won over and and was enjoying
0: it from mm. then on.
1: Mm.
0: Awesome, because yeah, I remember I remember you mentioning that um, you had an one of the things you didn't like, not not like about Gummo, but one of the things that make it not a classic for you is that you're not personally into things that don't necessarily have a traditional structure. Mm. And this is a film that d- tra- doesn't have a traditional structure at all. There's mm. no, that th- there's very clear acts in the sense that it's, um you know, what is it now? And then it's like a year later and then paradise. So it kind of does have acts, but yeah. they're not, but they're not, very clear in no
1: it's it's yeah and it's it's not a traditional three act structure but there are three acts in it Mm. Uh, yeah but it's I mean it's still it still follows um a linear a linear pattern that I Mm. found Mm. easy to follow uh Mm. gummo it's it's kind of all over the place which is which is deliberate because I think it's meant to feel a bit like a dream Mm. um where this follows people in a very specific fashion, you understand that each scene is, is, is progressed from the last one? You're not just all over the place. Well,
0: Gummo is, well, Gummo is a, um, very much a bunch of, uh, shorts and vignettes stuck together and told in a very erratic order. If anything, Stranger than paradise is a very, very, very simple story, you know, like, and that's, and that's, and to a point where it can, it has the illusion of not having one. But when you do break it down, very clearly things are happening, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, are you surprised that this film made as much money as it did?
1: Um, no, not really. I mean, at the time, I probably would have been, even though I, it was before I was fucking born. But I can see at the time that this would have really surprised people. Because these types of films became very popular in the 90s. But this shit came out in 1984. Yep. Um, and so I think that... Um, I think at the time I, I would have been surprised. But, you know, you can see people, you know, really digging this type of shit these mm. days. Mm. I, and, I, I, and, and the... The fact that it, you know, kind of nothing happens isn't um, pretentious because he was one of the first people to do it. Oh. And it's a, I've, I felt like it's a movie about people who are bored. And they're looking for something to do it's almost like the characters are searching for the narrative of the film and can't find it yeah and they that's why they they travel they travel to different towns and I think one of them at one point says um the more the more you see the more you realize that everything looks the same
0: yeah that's when they're like throwing snowballs by the train tracks right it's
1: like this is a uh... This is the same as New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then they go to Florida, and it's the same there, and wherever they go, it's the same, and they're always they're always bored. Yeah. Um, so that's why it, you know, that's that's why it works. It's not just it's a film where nothing happens. It's about nothing. It's 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 about. It's about that feeling. It's about searching for for something mm. else. Mm.
0: Wait, waiting essentially, yeah.
1: Yeah, waiting yeah. for their movie to begin, and it just yeah. doesn't.
0: And she and and that's literally personified by her specifically, who has to wait <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for most of the film for them to do anything. You know. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: <laughs> um, what did you did you? Who was your favorite character of the three? Uh, I think they all, you know, I, I was first going to say the woman, mm. um, cause she's really funny in just her dry attitude and, but these guys are also funny in the same way, how they see themselves as, as more important and more serious, but they're very goofy, but not over the top. You know, Mm, they feel like real life caricatures of movie, of like silly movie characters, but these are real guys. Uh, I think probably, I think probably the woman, because I I found myself laughing every time that, you know, that like some character would like, like he's trying to convince her to put the dress on mm. and uh, the, or, or her, or her aunt it's like telling her that she can't go on a date and she just always seems very confused as to why people are telling her what to do but unfazed at the same time she thinks they're all kind of silly (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah, and i i I had a i I quite liked i think i think his name was eddie the friend um he just he just has this weird like he the way he just looks at everything just i don't know i just couldn't uh, he was just so enthralling the way he just keep glancing at things, and you could just see him thinking every all the time. And it's yeah. like I don't, there's, I don't think there was much going on upstairs, <laughs> but you could see him thinking about it. And I don't know, I just something about his performance just was making me laugh every time he did anything in that film.
1: <laughs> it's a it's a it's a really uh, dry witty movie. Mm. I don't I don't think I laughed once throughout the film but found myself laughing a lot as i'm like remembering parts of it in my head after i'd seen it
0: i i laughed twice quite loud the cinema scene the really long awkward time in the cinema (laughs) had me laughing um and like when he's like grabbing the popcorn from the guy that they don't know and when the old Hungarian nonna is just swearing at them as they're about to leave, that also made me laugh as well. Like, <laughs> just, you know? The, uh,
1: the ending, uh, I didn't laugh at, but then I've been remembering it and, and laughing every time I remember the ending where the guy gets on the plane to try to get her get her back. But she didn't even get on the plane. He's and just then the- going to Hungary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, what are you going to do in Hungary?
0: <laughs>
1: That's so funny. That
0: sounds like my nightmare, to be honest. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> just, he, he didn't want to... Go- well, he found the narrative. He's going to Hungary. But, like, we're not going to see it, are we?
1: <laughs> it's just... Yeah, the movie ends just as something happens. Yeah. <laughs> which is really funny.
0: Oh, far out. Is there um
1: anything specifically you didn't like about this film? No, I don't think so. I mean, it's it's tough because uh there are moments that you that aren't super strong and don't appeal to me, but the thing is I always ask myself like was this the director's vision, and does this work in the the film for what it is, and I think like it's... you can argue
0: yes, most of the time, right,
1: yeah, and that this it feels like everything that's in there does does belong in there, mm. so mm. there weren't really any down points for me, I mean, like sometimes it gets a little slow and feels a little boring, but that's all part of it. And you have to take that with it because if that wasn't in there, it would be a different thing. Mm, mm. Yeah. Now, no. What about you?
0: Mm. Uh I I'm trying my hardest and I don't, this is really up my alley. I find movies. I find movies like this meditative and very easy to just sit and watch. Um, and feel comfortable (laughs) I know that's weird watching people do little very little is comforting I think Mm -hmm. that's why I used to play The Sims I guess you know like (laughs) 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 so I don't know I can't I can't think of a fault Um, usually a movie like this I it could it could be too long but this film was under an hour and a half so even even something like that where I could have been going oh okay I get what you're saying Um, hurry it up. Like, that wasn't a thing. I literally watched it twice. It was that short. I could comfortably watch it twice in a row. Mm. You know? Um, so no, not really. Um, what do you think? How do you, how do you think the, uh, do you think this is something the general public
1: would like? No.
0: No? You think this is just for cinema
1: fans? Not even just for cinema fans. It's, I, I I don't know. I consider the general public to be you know, lowest common denominator, you know, people who just want to, you know, stare at the screen and kind of shut their brain off and shove popcorn into their face.
0: See, it, but this is... this. Is... I imagine
1: this would be very frustrating for them. They'd, See, be, they'd be constantly being like, what is this? This is boring.
0: Yeah, but, that, but for me, this is the kind of movie where I want that. I kind of just want to turn... <coughs> I can just turn my brain off, you know? Um... Mm. After, of course, watching it for the first time. Second time yeah. I watched it, I was kind of on my phone a little bit, which is something I don't do when I watch a film, you know, like intensely. Mm. But I, I felt comfortable, like I was just sitting with these characters, you know? Um,
1: yeah, it is a very comfortable movie. I think that's a good way to mm. put it. I, and I never felt... Uh, I can understand uh, someone who doesn't know who Jim Jarmish is, or, mm. or his style... Or he's, you know, he's quite. He makes kind of innocent films because I never once felt like, oh, this is going to be a bit of a, a gummo thing where something fucked is going to happen. <laughs> like, oh, are they going to rape this girl or some shit? Because it's a bit. It is a bit weird at times. What? That that
0: they're just hanging out with this like really young girl. that they, yeah, and one they of them's cousins.
1: Know. Yeah, just these two guys, and they're like let's let's drive for hours and go and find that girl that was here a year ago and 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 take her away with us and get a motel room together i think if uh harmony corinne was directing this it would have been a really fucked, gross scenario (laughs) but uh it's the it's an incredibly innocent Mm. film where it's just like i think the most gnarly thing that happens is they they drink and gamble. They don't even drink that much. It's not like yeah, they drunk you, the whole film. But you...
0: You... Like, for most... You don't even see it most of the time. No. It's just happened. You see the aftermath, you know? <laughs> like-
1: <laughs> it's mostly them just sitting around and... And making idle chit-chat. Like, uh... I think my favorite part is when they arrive at the motel and, um... The, the one the the guy's unpacking the bag, and then he has the empty jar of pe- the empty peanut jar.
0: <laughs> it's like, like, why did
1: you bring that? Why did you bring the the, the 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 jar? There's no peanuts in it, and the guy just shrugs. He's like, mm.
0: yeah, I, I I love the the second half of that joke where he's like, you're gonna bring the jar, and he's like, why would I? It's empty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that's uh, that's just so. In- charming i i really like that that's um, really funny
0: one thing that i love hearing about this is read reading a bit of the trivia and stuff a third of this movie was made by uh leftover film stock from a feature film that um jarmusch was a pa on isn't that cool really yeah so he like got this like extra film and he's just Mm. like oh fuck okay i'll make a movie and clearly what he made was good enough that he's like, oh shit, I better, I better finish this. <laughs> That's just, shit like that. I love hearing, you know. It's just like, just yeah. like the need to make a film and doing it, you know, by any
1: means. He's a very creative guy. Have you seen
0: Jean what John. this dude looks like? He's yeah. the coolest looking fella I think I've ever seen. On you know, the planet. I
1: I first saw him. Uh, so the the, the uh, I should say the. Previously, I'd only seen uh, Broken Flowers. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, I I didn't even know it was Jim Jarmish. I just went and saw Broken Flowers when it came out. Because it's a Bill I, Murray
0: movie, right?
1: Yeah, I think I was like 16. I was like, oh, Bill Murray, he's funny. And so, I went and saw Broken Flowers and I loved it, but didn't know who Jim Jarmish was. Yeah. Uh, and then, a few years later, when I was watching that show, Bored to Death...
0: Oh, yeah, shows, he's in it, eh? He's yeah, himself. he shows...
1: He shows up in it in one episode. Uh, might be the best, my favorite cameo ever, where Jim Jarmusch shows up in it to give a script to the main character, and he's this weird-looking guy with this big white hair. Wasn't
0: he dancing or something? I have a yeah, memory of him dancing in the in the show. He, like...
1: he has a um. He has his office, which is just a big empty room with a desk, and he rides a bike around in there in circles, and he's. <laughs> He's like, this is where I do my best thinking. Jeez.
0: (laughs) What a He looks like he was in a band. Do you know what I mean? Like, he has that kind of look about him.
1: And he's looked the same forever. Yeah. (laughs)
0: No, dumb. Uh, Much respect for him. I've seen- From what I've seen of his films, I don't think there's one- Actually, I saw one that was very shit. um, And I'm glad wasn't in this- um, bunch of films because it wasn't really, it was called Limits of Control. Mm. Not a good film, really boring. But, okay. um, yeah. Anyway, I, I think that's everything I can really say about, um, uh, Stranger Than Paradise. Is there anything else you want to chuck in before we move on?
1: No. Um, if it, I, I think if you're, if you, if you're a bit sick of these like indie films that, you know, feel like they meander and they don't go anywhere and they feel pretentious, check out this one because this is uh one of the first and I can show you, and it shows you like how good this style of film can be it's, it's this it's isn't great. pretentious at all no no not literally at
0: all. it's it's a, how how unpretentious is just sticking a camera down and just filming people like I think you know like you know you, you can take as much or as little from that as possible yeah and even hearing little things that you've taken from it has informed my perspective And, and it's, and it, and you can take it or leave it, you know, it's not, it's not thinking it's smarter than what it is, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, a couple of years later in a few relatively successful films, um, he made a, he made a a movie called Dead Man. Now, Dead Man's a, a bit of a, I think, bit of an undertaking because in this one, he has a lot of famous actors just in it for some reason. Yeah. You know, um, what, what, uh, if, how would you describe Dead Man, Dane?
1: Okay, so, Dead Man is about, um, this dude named William Blake, not that William Blake, but this guy named William Blake who's an accountant by trade, and we opened the film with him on the train on his way to... This, uh, town, which is described as at the end of the the tracks, which says that, you know, it's a bit of a, um, you know, a, a, a town that still hasn't been civilized for lack of a better word. Hmm. Um, and when he, and he has a, he has a job lined up, but hmm. when he gets there, uh, he finds out that they've already filled his position and he spent the last of his money getting there, um, And so he has no job and he has no money. And then he gets taken in by a woman, um, who he shares a bed with and then her ex-partner or her lover, fiance, something shows up and goes to kill, uh, William Blake. Uh, she jumps in front of the bullet. He kills her. William Blake, uh, shoots that guy, uh, jumps out the window and goes on the run, and, um, then the, the father of the guy that he shot puts a bounty on William Blake's head and sends some bounty hunters after him, and it kind of kicks on from there. And William Blake meets a a Native American named Nobody, who he makes friends with, Kind of goes on a bit of a spiritual journey and a transformation with nobody, and we follow the bounty hunters who are on on their trail.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um, when before we uh, before you watched this, we had a brief message conversation a while ago where you said you liked Dead Man and that you were you were surprised that it was the worst. Yeah, and then a few days later, you messaged me again saying, "Oh, I realized I didn't like Dead Man." Um, yep. after watching it this time, how do you feel about the, about Dead Man?
1: Okay. When I said I realized that I didn't like it was, um, because I was getting ready to watch it and I had my, I have it on DVD. Oh, cool. And, uh, cause I, I bought it when I was like 20 or something and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, cool. I've heard that this is good. And I watched it once and it was one of those things that it's like, I can tell that this is good, or this is smarter than me. So, I can't say it's bad, because I know it's good, but I don't get it. Mm. Um, and then I went to uh, re-watch it. And Which I was one did whole- you watch first, by the way? Dead
0: Man. Dead Man, okay.
1: And as I went to re-watch it, I was like, uh, I'm going to put this off, because this is two hours long, and I remember it just being really boring. I have to be honest with myself. I was like, oh, I remember being really bored by this. But after I rewatched it again, I love it and I think it's a classic.
0: You think this is a classic? Yeah. That's awesome. So, it, so when you watched this, did that then make you excited to watch Stranger Than Paradise? Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um Why do you think this is his least successful? Why do you think this
1: one came up short? Well, I haven't seen all of his films, but... Um, Stranger Than Paradise, even though it's um, a bit of an out there movie, it's, it's, it's very non-traditional. It's still easy to digest and it's charming. Dead Man is a pretty weird movie. Mm. Um, and I think that there are people that just don't get it. I know Ro- the late, great Roger Ebert... Gave it one and a half stars, and he just said, "Like I don't get it." Um, I don't. I don't think
0: there's really much to get.
1: Like, no, that's what... weird, right? It's 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 actually like a fairly straightforward narrative. This is yeah. way more a traditional film than Stranger Than Paradise.
0: the The only reason I can see people not liking it is that. Um, it it accident like this is just my theory that it's accidentally stuck two types of people very clearly in the middle. This is way too weird for someone who's watching a Johnny Depp movie, but yeah. this is also quite conventional for someone. Well, not conventional. It is still quite a bizarre film, but it's yeah. a bit a bit simple for someone who's maybe looking for a bit more subtext or for something a bit more than just this guy on the run film that's 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 at least where i'm coming that's what i think i don't know what do you think of that
1: yeah i think so too uh it's yeah because it's it's fairly it's a very straightforward narrative in, in in fact like it it has all these uh traditional uh storytelling tropes like when things are presented they they come back around and full circle which is mm. you know i think a, a good idea when, mm. when telling a story but it, it just hit all these narrative beats perfectly um and i i think that that is too a uh, traditional structure for some people who are after something a bit more weird and out there like stranger than paradise and then for yeah those other people they're they're watching this and being like what the fuck am I looking at here? <laughs> because it's it's strange as well. One thing that really stands out is that um how it's uh, I don't even know how, how to say this, like not how it's shot, but how it's how it's presented in 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 a, in a sort of like uh 1950s, 1960s set design and effects.
0: Oh, totally. The, the, I even think the kind of film stock that they used, uh, even for 1995, the film stock they used looks older. It's got a certain kind of grain to it that, mm. that I wouldn't have, um, been surprised seeing 20 to 30 years earlier.
1: Yeah. So- it's, it's, it, it, yeah, it doesn't feel like a movie of its time. It feels like a, a film like out of time, and almost set design that looks like a, 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 a fucking play. Hmm. It's, um, well, I thought, I thought nice all of this effect. made
0: it charming, you know? Yeah, uh, it, it's
1: very charming.
0: A lot of the reasons I liked it was that, um, yeah, yeah it's, uh, I think it could have been, uh, for, I, I'd, I'd probably personally sit more on the side of, I think this could have been, uh, benefited from being even a little weirder. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I think at the end of the day, when I was reflecting on it, nothing was too challenging for me. Um, which again, I still enjoyed the story. I still enjoyed it, but there was that little extra that, that didn't affect me. You know, I'm not really super, um, blown away by risks being, being used in filmmaking. If I know The conventions behind it and i've seen things that have done it better with probably a more successful outcome or motivation um the motivation for some of the cooler things cooler i think is the word i want to want to use here um the motivation wasn't good enough for me Mm. um i think if just i think if there was just some more strangeness in the story itself i think that would have pushed it into another tier for me.
1: Yeah, because some people call this a, a, like, a psychedelic western. I hated that. I don't get how... Or an acid western or something. Yeah, and I'm just like, no, this is just a western.
0: How, what's, what's psychedelic about this film?
1: Yeah, exactly. I think just because... It's unconventional in the soundtrack. Uh, Neil Young does the soundtrack, which... Oh, the music is fucking phenomenal. I yeah, can't... I, I, I warmed up to that. Like, let me just say, with um, Stranger Than Paradise, it took me probably like half an hour f- to really warm up to that movie. Mm. Dead Man, uh, I was more than halfway through it before... like, And, and thinking, I don't like this. Mm. And then... At about the halfway point, I I started to really get into it, and by the time it ended, I was like, maybe one of the best films I've ever seen. Mm. I love it.
0: I think I think the the closest to psychedelic or otherworldly that this gets is in that opening scene on the train. Mm. You know, for me, that that seems very much. Um, I don't know. Like, it, it, did you kind of get that they were implying that he was going to hell?
1: Yeah. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause it, it is like that. I, I, I was, I was thinking in my head, like this is a movie that's about the, the final chapter of a man's life. And it's the, it's the one where he's, he's on his way to death. Hence the movie being called dead man. And there are constant references to, especially once he meets nobody, uh, nobody keeps referring to him as a, a, a dead man or, um, yes. It's like a
0: walking ghost sort of thing, you know?
1: Yeah, and I I don't think the film is as strange as it tries to come across. mm Um, But I I still enjoyed those elements, and in fact, I'm actually kind of glad that it doesn't come across as weird as it's trying to be, because I think that would have been a bit too much for me.
0: Yeah, so me and you are coming from, like, the two opposite sides of the river here. mm yeah, no, I, I I think I think he might. This is to, again. The, the, I can only theorize unless I read trivia somewhere that says otherwise. But I could see that maybe he couldn't or didn't go as far as he may have wanted to because nine million dollars in nineteen ninety five is substantially more than a hundred thousand dollar budget. <laughs> you know. Or I think I think that his biggest budget up until this point was like two point five million dollars. So yeah. nine million. With a cast this huge, like this film has a lot of fucking people in it, mm. um, and even in stupid weird roles. Like, did you notice Billy Bob Thornton in this?
1: Yeah, Billy Bob Thornton plays like just some fucking hillbilly in the woods hanging hillbilly
0: out. Hillbilly with- rapist with with a with a trap with like a with like a cross dressing Iggy Pop. <laughs> like-
1: yeah, and and they don't try. to... He doesn't really try to utilize. The star power of Billy... I don't know how big Billy Bob Thornton was back then. I think he was pretty big.
0: This is literally just after his, like, breakthrough with Sling Blade, I'm pretty sure. So I'm pretty sure he was pretty big at the time.
1: Yeah, and, like, they have him covered up in a big big hat, hair, and beard. You can only tell who he is by his voice.
0: Yeah, no, it's, um... Oh, shit, this is... Actually, I just Googled it. This is before he broke through.
1: Oh, okay. So
0: that, that might be why. So the movie, like literally the next year was when he became like Hollywood's golden boy uh, uh, with his uh, writing uh, uh. and directing. Um, yeah. I don't necessarily know if this film needed $9 million and I'm guessing it all went to Johnny Depp.
1: <laughs> uh, I read that apparently a lot of it went to... Um, Design? Design? design trying to make the make which is kind of funny for a film that tries to look unreal they they make it as historically accurate as possible
0: i think that helps it helps add to the out of time sort of it could have been made years ago kind of feel is that the general aesthetic does kind of feel accurate yeah yeah no i i i I thought i just thought uh, that maybe a lot of the actors... Because there's so many actors in it that the, the budget went to them. But I, you could also say that probably a lot of these people might have just wanted to work with him as well.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably the case. Mm-hmm. By this time, Jamish, I think, had earned himself a reputation um, mm-hmm. for being a quality filmmaker. So I, I think uh, someone like Johnny Depp, especially uh, Johnny Depp around this time, would have, uh, I think... T- taken a huge pay cut in order to to be in this film
0: guess i i'm pretty sure if i look at it do you know what movie he did just before this ed wood ed wood i'm pretty sure so this just how how different is johnny depp's career in the like mid 90s can i can i just say
1: (laughs) that he's just a different man you know yeah take take him um in ed wood and dead man Mm. and then and then and then watch that scene where he's in that musical dressed up as a wolf.
0: Oh, what the fuck was that? Uh, Into the woods or something? Yeah,
1: or, or Alice in Wonderland? And Jesus. just And just fucking cry. It's yeah, so sad. Yeah, I, I
0: want to see. I, I like. I, I want to see him. I, I want to see him make a comeback. I want to see him be okay. I want to see him go to rehab, come back another person and have a bit of a McConaughey run. Cause, Cause, yeah, cuz I he's pretty hate, good. Yeah, cuz I hated good.
1: him for a a while with all the Jack Sparrow and Alice in Wonderland and all this you know bullshit that he does. And um and then I watched him, you know, fall, relapse and fall back into alcoholism and become some bloated dickhead and I was I thought it was funny. And I'm like, "Haha, you suck." And after watching Ed Wood and watching Dead Man, I'm like, oh no! I forgot how talented he is. <laughs> no, poor Johnny Depp. No, yeah, it makes me sad.
0: Yeah, it's 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 a real shame. But you know, I think I don't I don't think it's the end of the road for him yet. Unless he really does fuck up like hardcore.
1: I don't um, think he cares anymore. He's just going to be the next Marlon Brando.
0: Oh, don't say that. <laughs> That's unfortunate. That's a bit unfair. Um, yeah. Would you? Which of these two films would you be more likely to watch again?
1: Dead Man. Dead Man. Yeah, I, I, um, I really like this movie. Oh, mm. But I like um westerns. Uh, a lot of people have compared it to. Um, blood Meridian I was about to bring that up isn't I I read that this is very
0: this is inspired somewhat by I think it's your favorite book isn't it
1: it's uh it's not my it's it's up there it's by my favorite author um, and it's definitely up there because it's like I can understand why people consider blood Meridian to be his best book because it, it it is incredible mm. um and it's not this sort of feels like a like a, a like a junior Blood Meridian. It's not okay. it's it's not um a huge epic like that is and it's not as uh awful and gritty in detail, nowhere near like Blood Meridian is gross. Mm. Um so this is this is like a Jim Jamish version of Blood Meridian mm. and I and mm. I, I definitely get the similarities in the this the psychedelic nature of it. As mm-hmm. well, which mm-hmm. I, I, I know I just before criticized them saying it's a psychedelic western, but it's not you know it's not fucking uh, b- big bad shooters or whatever the fucking shitty I don't know what what's eighties nineties westerns were called
0: you know the Doors movie you know the one that fucking uh, what's his name Oliver Stone did yeah or um that what's it uh fucking uh, natural born killers I call them psychedelic movies you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. This is not like that at all. Um, I'm trying to think of things that I didn't like about this movie specifically. Um, I kind of found the Bounty Hunter storyline of them chasing him pointless Uh, at the end of the day. um, I think it could have been as effective if it was just anonymous people following him. You know, like we do have a bunch of just anonymous people come up and I feel like that may have been more effective because I still, at the end of the day, the only real reason those hitmen are involved is to kill no one, nobody at the end, you know? I can't. Mm.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's a tough one because I was thinking that as well, that you could maybe cut out the bounty hunter stuff, but I honestly did enjoy those characters and I wasn't, Bored when that when they when they, when, it, when it was scenes with those guys and we're following those characters, but the film's two hours long, which might it doesn't be a need bit them. Too it doesn't
0: need them. No. That story's pointless. And at the end of the day, I I, I did feel a little sad that um that nobody the uh, Native American died at the end. I felt I felt that was kind of not necessary. I guess mm. I don't know. I think
1: it's a. I think it's at least definitely up for debate as to whether that uh, the bounty hunter storyline is because it's the three of them yeah, and they're, they're almost like the, the side, they're a side story to it. Like the, the, the B plot. And we're, we're following these separate characters throughout almost the whole film. Um, Mm. yeah. And it is a bit like, you know, do we really need this? Even though I, even though I did enjoy it,
0: I guess, I, I I guess I enjoyed it, but at the end, the payoff Made me reflect on it and and kind of think that it was kind of not necessary. Um, This film gets a lot of props apparently for its uh, very beautiful and honest depiction of Native American culture. Mm. I I feel like that's just something worth bringing up. Apparently, the language is accurate and everything that he's really saying is on point as well. Yeah, I think think that's really nice. I think that's really nice because you watch any Western. Even even some that were coming into the early fucking 2000s, and the portrayal of Native Americans is fucking disgusting. Another
1: another good example of a gross portrayal of Native Americans would be Johnny Depp himself in The Lone Ranger all those years later.
0: I, I like The Lone Ranger. No, you don't. I do, on. I do. You know what we're going to do? We're going to watch Gore Verbinski films, <laughs> and then we're going we're gonna to watch The Lone Ranger, and I'm going to explain to you why that film's fine. Why it's fine. yeah it's perfectly fine there's nothing wrong with it it's it's a good action movie all right it's a better than average action movie over two and a half hours long yeah well we'll, we can sit down and watch it together and i'm sure you'll be fine you might have your arms folded or fall asleep but it's fine
1: (laughs) Okay.
0: Uh, anyway i'm i really liked this film i personally am more of a fan of the beat Nick kind of story that, um, stranger than paradise tells. So I guess I preferred it mm-hmm. overall. And I think I'd, well, I literally watched it twice in a row. So I think that's a testament to rewatch value for me. Yeah. Um, what, what, um, rating out of, um, out of 10 farts, would you give both of these films?
1: Uh, 10 out of 10 farts for dead man. Yeah. Uh, one of my absolute, um I I I really liked it and it it caught me off guard and there's not really any other movie like it, but it's not it's not like a Harmony Corinne film where like I shit on Harmony Corinne, even though I like him, but <laughs> it, it's not like a it's not like a Harmony Corinne film where it's just different for the sake of being different and he's getting all weird. It's that you know, this is a truly unique different not a different kind of film but a, a a different feeling in 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 that that does have a, a traditional narrative structure to it mm-hmm. uh and it, he he takes um a lot of risks uh the soundtrack is uh, is bizarre because it's mostly just like Neil Young just fucking around on the guitar mm. and it's at first, it catches you off guard because it's a western, and also it's shot in black and white, and looks like it's it's designed to be to look like a a, a very early era style of film, and then has modern day guitars thrown in there, uh, and it works beautifully. And I think to to no, have like no examples of that ever working before, and to have the vision in your head that this will work and it does and it's great i think you just have to give massive props to this this film and it's a it's it's really like an experience like no other when you when you watch a movie like this that it's like a this is a really special movie that like everyone should watch like it, i don't know if you could tell i really like it
0: is this your the favorite film that you've watched through this through our little show yeah i think so you know cuz i yeah this sounds like i think it's the first 10 you've given maybe actually did you give edward 10 as well
1: no i give he i give heaps of 10s i'm okay. just like i give a movie 10 when i when i don't have any complaints or i just uh, really liked it <laughs> cuz and... i'm not too like i don't consider it perfection you know there's no such thing as perfect but it's like when i feel like something has has, has just worked like it's it's a it's a it's a i guess perfectly executed you know you sure. didn't really didn't really miss a beat nothing's out of time it's just you know right it's like a bullseye you know mm,
0: mm. um what about what about um stranger than paradise
1: well after having just saying that and also before having saying that i have no problems with stranger than paradise I'm giving it nine farts.
0: Nine farts. Just because because it's not your necessarily your cup of tea,
1: maybe? Nah, I'm over fucking beat Nick Bohemian shit. People clicking and wearing bowler hats and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, and just sort of being like, we're youth, we're bored. I'm like, I don't fucking care. Mm. That's
0: fair.
1: Yeah, I prefer movies that uh, try to tell... A narrative, just because it's harder. It know? is. A,
0: it is a genre film, Dead Man. You know where, where uh, Stranger Than Paradise is definitely not a genre film. It's it's as it's as cookie. It's as it's as white toast. People living in a city you can get with a film. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, I'd give. Um, you've actually, you've actually turn me around on Dead man. I didn't not like Dead man. I really loved it but hearing you talk about it it's made me give it a higher rating. Mm. So I'm gonna give Dead man nine out of 10 farts. Um, it's all round pretty amazing um, performances pacing for the most part. I, d- I do have an issue with that sub story and and I feel like if it was a tiny bit shorter as a result of that it would be perfect. Mm-hmm. um but yeah no i i quite i quite loved it and um stranger than paradise i give the same at a nine out of ten farts so i'm thinking we should we should go back to the beginning where we started from and we should watch the next we should do the math on the next 10 woody allen films
1: oh neato what do okay, you think cool. what do you yeah, think of yeah. that
0: just to kind of we could wrap that up eventually you know what i mean so, um, what's the, let's just have a quick look and see what's the next set of Woody Allen movies. Um, where are we? Filmography. Thank you for listening to me. Google things, people. I, I know there's much more interesting things you could be possibly doing than this. Um, where did we get up to? Holy shit. Where did we get up to? <laughs> um, we got up to Stardust Memories, didn't we? Okay. Yeah. So we're going from 82 yeah. To 93 how does that sound
1: uh, was this a was this a week period for him this was a
0: this was an on and off period so I think in this period he did do the purple Rose of Cairo. Hannah and her sisters are is in there too and that I think they're two of his more known films the but worst also- thing
1: the worst thing about doing Woody Allen for this format is that well while you know because he's a real hit or miss and in my opinion mostly miss but it means that when you get a good one you tend to get a really good one but the bad ones are quite bad cuz he can make some shit
0: mm, mm i think from looking at these there there are some really bad ones in here yeah but there are also there is also Hannah and her sisters i don't know if you've seen that one but it's really good right. so um yeah, anyway so- Thanks for listening, peeps. Um, sorry if we've been inappropriate, and um, have a happy holiday period. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Merry, happy New Year's, all that, all that stuff. I'm in a good mood because Jim Jarmusch. It's, I, I just got to watch two really good films. Yeah, so no. I'm in oh, a really, yeah. really good mood. And okay. Now I get to go and be really pissed off about Star Wars. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> bye.
0: oh, 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 oh